Kennedy. Adam. Jake. Tessa. All right, so in chapter five, uh, it focuses on the twins and Paul entering the nursery. Uh, the first question I have about it is, as of now, there's little doubt to the type of person Paul is due to the dream and the way he interacts with Lola. If you were to see this play out from Lola's view with only her knowledge of the situation, do you think that she made the right decisions here? And do you think she realizes and has any idea how Paul sees her? Uh, I mean, she might have like a little idea because you kind of like, like the way that he's like talking in the book and the way that he's expressing himself, like you're, you'd know. Yeah. And like, she's probably like, I don't know if she feels a sense of like, oh, like this guy's like showing, wait, but I don't know if she's like, feeling like oh this guy's like showing me attention because it's probably like the first guy that really showed her attention or if she like feels creeped out by it yeah so like that's I feel like she kind of likes it yeah i think she like kind of i think she kind of likes it she doesn't really realize i mean like yeah she might not realize i know when i was i know when i was that age and i like thought guys were like so cute and if a guy ever showed me attention i'd be like you know i mean not like that but like i'd be like the guy likes me. Yeah. I feel like she doesn't like really. She doesn't realize how yeah. gross and creepy it is. Yeah, because like she's like, oh, paying attention. It's like you like thinking of twelve-year-olds like. Yeah. It's like Miss McGinnis thinking about one of us is like cute. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question was. <laughs> Paul ends up in the nursery acting very strange towards Lola and the twins. He has an interest in Lola. Are Paul's intentions clear here, or could he possibly be a misunderstood, unintentionally creepy? Nah, he's creepy. He's, he's creepy. creepy. Are his intentions clear, though? What he wants. Yes. I mean, like, you can, you can tell that he's just, like, a weirdo. Like, like creepy's no doubt. Like, he's No, like, he's creepy. Because, like, he's old. He already has his life figured out, like, all of that stuff. And he's, like, looking at a like, younger girl, like, in, like, a flirtatious, weird way. Do you think he's what? Could he be married? I don't think he's married. No, I don't think so. That'd be pretty funny. I don't think he's that old. I don't think, yeah, I think he's like, uh, I think he's like, he's like, 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 it's gross. Alright. But you know what's so weird is that like I feel like um you know, I feel like the people that are like the most creepy like hide it the best. Yeah. Like you really don't know until like you actually like get to know them. And I feel I'm, like they have experience. Like, yeah. They know what they're like, doing. I watched uh, did you watch the, watch the Netflix show View? Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm thinking about. Like yeah. he's like literally stalking her. Like it's weird. Anyways. And they have money like tight. Yeah. Something's a bit fishy around. Yeah. Are we done? Yeah. Kennedy. Adam. Jake. Tessa.
and uh, in chapter six, we see Miss Tellus with like a migraine, and uh, on page 63, the reader sees Miss Tellus with a migraine, and she states that she feels like the room is shrinking. As she continues to think, she begins to express that she feels like she could have been a better mother. Why do you think she feels like this? And do you think that this feeling is normal for Miss Tellus since Cecilia and Leon do not meet the societal norm when it comes to being married in their future? So, I think she feels like this because, first of all, the kids don't color her mom. They're colored by her first yeah. name. And so they don't really have a close, close mo like, mother figure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, you look at what she describes, like, Leon as, like, unambitious. And, like, she talks about Cecilia, like, smoking and drinking a lot. Her education not being fit for marriage. I think it's just, like, she ignored this. I don't feel like she paid, like, a lot of attention to those kids, maybe. Because you look at how she's trained Bryony now, and she's like always talking about like supporting her in all the plays and stuff, and she's being like a good mother now. But when you look at like how these two turn out, according to her, she doesn't think they are doing good, which I think is like the parents' fault, probably yeah. to some degree. I feel like it's like, like she does want the best for them deep down inside, but it just comes off the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah. I also feel like she's kind of like overcompensating with like Bryony because like she's trying to like protect her from everything instead of like being like, no, you're gonna like fail sometime. But like she didn't do anything for her other two, so she's like disappointed in them. Yeah. I feel like she kind of talks bad about the kids, saying yeah. that they haven't done a lot, but like she also has flaws too. Yeah. And I feel like one reason they're not as like successful is because they don't have a lot. Yeah. I feel like, like that figure in your life is super important. I mean, people like who don't, that, I mean, it's perfectly, and probably like work through it, and it's just like a hard thing that they have to deal with. But um, they probably have like some sort of other figure in their life that is like a mom to them. So like for this, it's like they don't really have anyone else to like look at or like to put into like I don't know that like yeah. It was like on their own. Um, in chapter six, you see Mistellus taking care of her nephews. Why do you think she chooses to do this? Since it is not out of love. What do you think her mindset is behind it? Why in today's society do people choose to do things for gratification and not all of uh, First of all, she can barely be a mother to her own kids. I feel like for her to take on the nephew's role, um, I feel like she never thought of herself as a mother type of kid, so she's not really feeling like she's a mother to the nephews. Yeah. And they kind of just come over it, and she has to take care of them because Cause they're just they're there. It's like a temporary yeah. thing. Like, yeah. It's not like actually having to raise a kid your entire life. I mean, she maybe wasn't like dedicated to her. I think there is a symbolic version, but the symbolism behind it is what causes Cecilia, yeah. When they were born, she probably didn't really want to get to I felt like she was more annoyed when they like came. Or just like, I don't know, just like irritated. Because like she talked about how Lola like reminded her of like her sister. Mm -hmm. She like wasn't really like close to her sister either. And like found her sister annoying, so like, I don't know. She's kind of a downer. And then why in today's society do people choose to do things out of gratification, not out of love? 
you've read about yeah. the book, you have learned. Yeah. I feel like so far sometimes right now, I feel like like celebrities and like people like up on a high pedestal, I guess I would say, like yeah. do some things like for the community just yeah. to get like that like yeah, just the praise. Mm-hmm. You have them like in your pocket, like you yeah. have just have like that kind of like support. But I also think that like if you look at like Leon and then the mom. They say like Leon always looks like the best in people and all that stuff, and he's like a kind of kind of person who just wants to live his life. And they look at the mom, and she seems to always be looking at the worst in people. Like, so it's like opposite. Yeah. Like he grew up. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about chapter seven, and in chapter seven, Bryony. Like abandons her play yeah. and she goes off so to this island temple um, and it's kind of like her escape almost and, and so she starts why would Bryony want to go to a temple why, why does she always go to lakes or ponds in the book because like whenever something goes wrong she's always going to it like water I feel like it's just like her way to escape and like I feel like she has so much like anger tucked away like even in this chapter you see her like like striking down the nest leaves right is that this chapter nettles or I don't, I don't know how you pronounce it yeah she's like slashing them and stuff and uh like she says that it's like she's pretending that it's like Lola and like the twins and she's creating this like sort of image in her head that she's like striking down all of her anger and I feel like that's like her like her coping mechanism and then sense because if she like I don't know yeah I feel like it feels like she's never really failed like she's always kind of like supported so this is like a first time that really succeeded I feel like she'll go to like water symbols because I feel like it represents like the subconscious so like every time she goes there she's just like going there to think and I feel like she goes to the temple to be like, like she lost her like power. She talks about like losing her power of like creation. So like, I guess like she was like, God is this of like, like God based things. So yeah. Um, also, she like starts daydreaming too about. And she says like she's an Olympic athlete, or like and she's a champion in the Olympics. Um, why does she always like go off into her own mind? And, like, she doesn't want to be a part of the world. But I think maybe she just doesn't know how like commit to things. Maybe because she seems to like change her mind a lot about like yeah. what she wants to do. Because she's always thinking about something else other than the play. Also, mm-hmm. so maybe it's kind of like she wants to do this now, and then like a few days later she's going to want something else. So like, why would society? Why does society like try to like? run away from their problems like you see her like going to this like temple to like kind of like get away it's like that like the right thing to do to like take away all the stress and stuff or would you say that's just like running away from their problems i think you may have a problem you need to like face it and like try to do everything you can to like get rid of it yeah just like like the robin cecilia thing like he just needs to like, confront her yeah, about it and talk to her. Because I think the more you let it like fester like, up in your mind, the worse it's, it's gonna, gonna get, get. and the yeah. more awkward it will be, you know. Yeah. When it comes time to like actually talk about it. Yeah. This is worse than the way. Yeah. All right. All right. 
This chapter really is mainly just about Robbie Kennedy. and Adam. his Tessa. thought process of how he's getting okay. ready for So in chapter 8, the, um, my first question is like weird. So, uh, do you think Cecilia is as aware of the social class difference as Robbie is? Um, how much do you think this matters to the both of them? Do you think this matters in like today's society? I think I think she's I think she is because in chapter nine, Robbie says sometimes she'll be walking with her friends and she'll be like, oh, that's a clean art. Like that's a clean art. It's like she knows that there's she's up here is Robbie down here. I think maybe that's why she's having right now like that whole education thing with her, like her dad's support. Yeah, yeah, her dad. Because so she's like she, she just doesn't letter. understand why he's giving her to someone like that. She probably she feels like she has the power. Yeah, Robbie. Right Robbie's under like she deserves it more. Even though it's already going to Cecilia anyway. So it's just like a Next question. Okay. Um. So basically, in chapter eight, he starts to like think about Cecilia after he like had that encounter with like the vase and everything. Um. So, do you think this situation makes his feelings that were previously there known, or do you think these are new feelings? Uh, and then sometimes pressures towards people don't form until a situation of some kind forces you to see them in a different light. Do you think this is what happened to Cecilia and Robbie? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Okay. Do you think yeah. the situation that happened between them? But there's, just there's go. Because we have like five more minutes. <laughs> do you think that like made him have new feelings, or were those feelings already there? There's, I think he always had them. Yeah, I think he, he always had them. He just kind of like took them away. Really he kind of just wanted <laughs> to get them out. Alright. Alright, we're gonna end there. <laughs> we have to go. Okay, go. Kennedy. Wait, Kennedy. Tessa. <laughs> okay, so in chapter nine. <laughs> um, all right, so chapter she changes nine, three times. What else? Read it. Let me read the question. <laughs> Just no, do it. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Okay, I have one more time. No, no, I'm just keep going. <laughs> this is all Adam's fault. <laughs> fault. 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 In chapter 9, Cecilia is getting dressed for dinner. She changes three times. Her first dress, she says, she looks like she's going to a funeral. And her final dress that she picks is green, and she really likes it. So why did it take her so long to get dressed? She wanted to look good for Robbie, but she didn't realize that she wanted to. Okay, but like, imagine like you just had like. <laughs> I mean, everyone just like, like wants to like look good. I mean, there's no reason why she wanted to look good. I mean, but like, what is the reason? Is it? I think it's like Robbie. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's Robbie because like she had that encounter with him, so now she's like, gotta look good. <laughs> Robbie writes a letter to Cecilia, 
Cecilia reads the explicit letter from Robbie and wonders why she had been so blind to the whole situation between them. One thing that troubles Cecilia though is that the letter did not come with an envelope. Instead it was just folded. How do you think the relationship between Robbie and Cecilia is now? Is she, I, feel like, I feel like they the like each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like they'll be like, oh, I actually love you, and then we'll get like really close. I don't think they're going to be a couple. But then I feel like something's going to like happen where they'll be like ripped apart. It's going to like turn into like a whole ordeal. I think they're like going to like get to the point where they're about to break up all that. He's going to like. Something's gonna happen. Is it possible that Ryan you read the letter? And if so, how will she think of Rob? I feel like she definitely read that letter because she's so nosy. Yeah, I mean, like, why wouldn't you? I feel like every girl would just be like, like, with it open, you know? Just be like, what's this? Yeah. Alright, swag. Bye.